Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Well, we're looking at the fruits of the Spirit as we read about in Galatians chapter 5, Colin. We've looked at love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and today, gentleness. Now, you were talking yesterday about Christians living in a in a society where we have to live alongside other faiths, and sometimes it's not always easy to be gentle. Well, it, that's true if you don't have the Holy Spirit. But you see, when when we're born again, according to the Scripture, God gives us a new heart and puts a new spirit within us. He puts His Holy Spirit in us to cause us to walk in His ways. Now, I am always moved deeply by what Jesus said about Himself. Here is the man of great authority. Even his opponents recognized his authority. Here is the man of truth. I am the truth, he said. Here is the one of great power, and we all know the miracles of power that he performed, even in the face of his enemies, even right before their eyes. So they got really upset. And yet, when he talked about his own heart, He said, I am gentle and humble of heart. So exercising the authority of God, the power of God, has got nothing to do with being aggressive. Being a person of faith, of power, has got nothing to do with aggression. Jesus was the gentlest person ever to walk on the face of the earth. Perfect gentleness. He was a gentleman. But what a man of power and what a man of authority. And um, I think one of the things that we have to learn as Christians, I speak as someone who's been a pastor for 43 years, is that you have to learn when to be gentle and when to be strong, yet still gentle. A gentle giant. A gentle giant. Uh, I always say that, you know, the love of Jesus is not hard-hearted, but neither is it soft-hearted. It's strong-hearted. And what we have to learn is to be gentle but strong. Yes, it's not a sign of softness. No. No, gentleness is the quality that comes out of you when there is a situation before you where you need to be gentle. There's the little child. Okay, the child might be playing up, needing discipline, but you need to discipline them in a gentle, not a harsh manner. There is the person just recently bereaved who needs not just soft sentimental emotion but who needs someone 
to stand with them and be strong, yet at the same time to be gentle. Is another word for gentleness tenderness? Yes, very, very, very close. Um, and the interesting thing is that um, in the parable of the prodigal son, you, you remember the son went off and um, lived a life of sin, lost all his inheritance, then decided he would come back. And um, when the father in the parable saw the son in the distance coming back, uh, the scripture says he was tender-hearted towards him and he went out and met him. And when he met him, there wasn't any harshness Though he didn't lecture him, he didn't, there was none of this, you've wasted my inheritance, before you come into the house there's some things we've got to get straight, we've got to get clear. No, there was that mercy, there was forgiveness, there was gentleness, and there was joy. You see, so many of these qualities of the Holy Spirit were all coming out at the same time in the Father. It was powerful there, wasn't it? Yes, but you see, those qualities weren't in the elder brother. No. The elder brother judged his young brother, wouldn't go into the feast, was bitter, was angry, was resentful. There was no gentleness in his attitude, no forgiveness, no mercy, no kindness, only harsh judgmentalism and condemnation for his brother. What a contrast. And that, of course, is part of the meaning of the parable, to bring out that contrast. So it's being sensitive, gentleness, sensitivity, knowing what somebody needs and giving it to them at just the right time? Um, yes, it is. It's, it's, you don't have to be hard and harsh and aggressive to bring the truth into people's lives. You know, uh, um. We, we were talking yesterday about sometimes when you, you come up against people of, of other religions and, you know, you, you, you can just talk to them about their differences. It's amazing how often the people of other religions become very aggressive in their attitudes, or angry, really, they lose their temper. And God just gives you the grace to be so gentle it's disarming. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and you know that actually getting angry gets you nowhere. Um, that if we want to manifest the reality of God and the reality of the truth, then we can do that far more effectively by just maintaining that gentleness and that gentle attitude. Wonderful as well when family relationships get a bit fraught. Wonderful characteristic to be able to pull out of the bag, isn't it? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, um, I knew a brother who was so good at diffusing um, potentially volatile situations. Uh, he, you know, if two people were really, you know, having a go, he would just come along and say something like, well, God knows, doesn't he? You know, and suddenly, instead of the the two aggressors having their eyes upon one another, 
God is brought into the situation and people get their focus on God, well, God knows. What are we getting so worked up about? God knows where the truth is. And, um, uh, you know, God knows the reality of the situation. God knows how you feel. God knows your circumstances. God knows. It's a very disarming sort of statement, but always said with gentleness. Come on, getting all worked up isn't going to get us anywhere. Just having an argument isn't going to settle anything. And Jesus really was the gentle giant, wasn't he? Which comes back to the point of not raising your voice, that often it's gentleness, as you say, is so disarming. It's that quiet word. So does that mean that the Holy Spirit whispers to us? We don't, we're not listening out for a loud voice here. Well, I'll tell you something that I don't, don't normally um, say in public. You know, I, I'm a preacher. And by the grace of God, he's anointed me to preach. And, you know, you can really preach faith and you can build faith and you can be preaching very powerful message. And God uses that. But my wife has said to me on a number of occasions, you are at your most powerful when you're at your most gentle. And uh, I, you know, I hear what she's saying. And I, I, I know that so often that's true. You can be preaching, not, you know, with a boom, 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 boom. Preaching up a storm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, you know, you love to do that. When it's the Holy Spirit, it has to be the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has different moods for different occasions, different subjects. But I have known so many situations where God has moved so powerfully because there's been that sense of the gentleness of the Holy Spirit just opening up people's hearts and eyes and understanding to the truth. And then the Holy Spirit just coming in a very gentle way and dealing with people, changing their attitudes, blessing them, often healing them. I think some of the most powerful times of healing that I've known have been when that spirit of gentleness is upon the meeting. So yes, I mean, this is a wonderful quality of the Holy Spirit. And um, I, I think... You know, I, I see some of our Bible school students when they begin to minister and, and even some of the younger members on the time, and they're, they're full, they're full of um, power and energy and anything. And sometimes, bless them, there's just that little note of harshness. And you just know that will go. God will deal with that. A little bit of experience, they will see that they don't have to be aggressive. They can be gentle and yet still full of authority, full of power, full of the truth. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 